0: Welcome to Tea Fairy Story Time. Good morning. Today we will be reading Chapter Twelve, "The Calm Before the Storm." This is from Sophie the Robot with a Soul by Irina Dumitru. You can find Sophie with the Soul, Sophie the Robot with a Soul, on Amazon. And all you need to do is look up the author's name, Irina, I-R-I-N-A Dimitru, Dumitru, D-U-M-I-T-R-U. And again, today we are delving right into Chapter 12, The Calm Before the Storm. The next day, Grandpa Good and Thomas accompanied the girls to school early in the morning. Sophie was surprised at the welcome she received. She remembered back to her first day at school and how different it was now. Robert wished her good morning and asked her how she was. All of her classmates smiled at her. She was feeling good. It felt normal, like any other little girl. They had history class first. Professor Time was a short man. Well past his youth, he wore thick framed glasses on his crooked nose. He smiled at every opportunity and liked to tell stories. After spending more than 15 minutes recounting the story of Christopher Columbus's great discovery, he asked his students to consider what if he didn't discover America at all? Everybody had to write an essay on this topic. Sophie let her imagination run wild and started to write. Robots can't imagine things, but Sophie was special she liked to picture things she wrote down in her notebook all the ideas that came to her mind professor time asked her to read aloud what she had written everyone liked her essay and burst into applause at the end she was beginning to discover what it was like to be the center of attention and have her work appreciated later during english class their teacher miss epic did not look very well at all she had red rims around her eyes suggesting she hadn't slept the night before her complexion was pale and her hair was a mess She must have caught a cold or the flu, thought Sophie. Miss Epic always wore matching clothes, green skirt, tights and shoes, and a green jacket, for example. Depending on her mood, she might be all in yellow if she was feeling happy, or in black if she was not. Today, she wore an orange in an attempt to cheer herself up and feel a little better. It wasn't working. Trying hard to look more high-spirited, the teacher asked them to pass in their homework. "'Where's your homework, Mr. Bean?' she asked. Thomas got up ashamed, giggling nervously, and said half-heartedly, "'I don't have it. My cow ate it this morning.' His face turned bright red again. The class dissolved into fits of wild hysterical laughter. Miss Epic looked like a volcano ready to erupt. She was usually very patient with her class, particularly students who found learning difficult at times. However, she would not have her authority challenged or allow lying. Since Thomas's explanation sounded like a monstrous lie, she was really annoyed. Quiet, 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 children, silence. Thomas, couldn't you have come up with a better excuse than that? It's the oldest trick in the book. I almost It's almost as bad as telling me your dog ate it or a bird flew away with it. How could you lie to me like this? I'm serious, ma'am, I'm not lying. The cow ate my homework. You have to believe me. You continue to lie to me, I'm afraid give me no choice but to punish you. You'll stay after school. Thomas sat resignedly slumped in his chair. He knew no one would believe him no matter how hard he insisted. All eyes were on him only Sophie was looking the other way. She was a robot not a human. Thomas wished that others were more like Sophie and would not laugh at him or judge him. Natalie looked him in the eye telling him she believed him. Suddenly, his anger faded away, and he didn't care if others believed him or not, as long as his friends did. The school bell rang to announce recess. There was a noisy clamor in the ho- classroom that Natalie and Sophie approached Thomas's desk. "'Hello, Thomas. Don't worry. We know you speak the truth. Your cow, Rosie, has a weird appetite,' said Natalie. "'Thanks, girls. I'm happy you believe me, at least. Everyone thinks I'm a terrible liar.'" Relax, they'll forget about it in an hour," concluded Natalie. I didn't understand why they were laughing. Paper is made of cellulose, and that's very probably what attracted the cow. Did you know a cow has four stomachs? Sophie mechanically listed several tidbits of scientific information about cows, but her explanation didn't comfort Thomas that much. Even if the cow had four stomachs, he still had to stay after school. In music class, the children tried to sing all at once. Miss Tuba was incredibly short and had to stand on a pedestal so everyone could see her while she was conducting them. Even on the pedestal, she was still shorter than Thomas. She wore a long floral dress with a matching hat. Some thought it looked like a bird's nest. She was so passionate about her work that she waved her arms wildly with enthusiasm that she seemed to be conducting a hundred piece orchestra at the National Theatre. The children sang their hearts out, not all of it good. Thomas had trouble with his timing. Daria thought she was a pop star with more confidence than talent. Natalie sang so quiet that nobody could hear her, while Robert was extremely loud but completely out of tune. Sophie had taken to singing just like everything else she had taught herself to do over the last few weeks. She sang like an angel. The sound echoing around the classroom would have scared away the big bad bad wolf from the three little pigs, but Miss Tuba was pleased. She smiled as she flapped her arms around. At the end of the song, she waved the baton wildly in celebration for the last time. She finished the performance with a bow. Well done, children. Absolutely amazing. It's like angels descended from the heavens above to sing to me. The children shrugged in confusion as if saying, If you say so. The last class of the day was pottery. Professor Pot was happily waiting for them. He was a full-faced, baby-faced man dressed in a comfortable clothing that was protected by a a clay-spattered apron which might have been white at some point. Just so everyone knew he was really he really was the pottery teacher. He had brown clay underneath his fingernails. Everyone some smeared on his cheeks and even some in his hair. Welcome children, Does everyone know their place? Hello, sir, they all replied at the same time. We'll have fun with clay today as usual we'll create art for the joy of it you have my model on the top of the copy on the top on the table to copy but you're free to be creative the children sat in their seats everyone except sophie who remained standing to look around for a few seconds she followed natalie's expressive gestures for her to sit next to her thomas was on her right and was struggling with his clay He took it and placed it on the potter's wheel, trying to adjust it in the center. He hadn't even begun to mold it into shape, and he was already covered in clay. Sophie sat on Natalie's left. The girl was concentrating hard to form the lump of clay without getting her clothes dirty. So what do I do, Sophie? First press the clay and then place it on the potter's wheel. Oh, she said, do what I do. Sophie put on her apron, tied it in the back, and got to work. She liked the way her tactile sensory perceived the clay on her artificial skin. It almost tickled her. The clay was cold, wet, and soft. She watched as Natalie pressed hard with her fingers into the clay to form a shape. Then she looked in the direction of Professor Pott, who was working on what looked like a vase. She placed her fingers just like she saw. The clay took shape as she moved her fingers. A wonderful vase arose from her hands. "'It's beautiful,' said Professor Pot. "'I have never seen anything as beautiful as this. "'You did well for your first vase. "'You're Sophie, right?' "'Yes, my name is Sophie Bott. "'I'm glad you like it, and thank you for the recognition. "'Pottery really is fun. "'It's great to feel the cold, wet clay on my skin "'and to be able to make something with my own hands. "'Isn't that right, Thomas?' "'Thomas was all covered in clay, "'and his work looked like an elephant "'or perhaps a fat monkey.' Brushing the sweat from his cheek, he left a line of wet clay right across his face. He looked more like a Native American with war paint on ready for battle than a schoolboy taking his, first, his last class before going home for supper. "'Yeah,' he eventually replied. "'Thank you, Mr. Bean, for sharing so deeply your thoughts on expressive pottery with the class.' This made the whole class laugh and laugh. Even Thomas found it hilarious." learning to laugh at himself was something he had natalie to thank for as he looked across at her he smiled warmly at her at his her friend she smiled warmly at her friend okay well <laughs> that was the end of chapter 12 and my reading is a little off today i really love how um, irina Dumitru brings all the different arts into this book. So far we've talked about painting and carving and now we're talking about doing clay and these are some of my favorite things. I really love being creative and doing all those different kinds of arts and crafts and it's neat to have that as part of the book and here I thought it was all going to be about a robot. Boy, was I wrong. Sophie is a very special little robot. She's a robot with a soul. If you like Sophie the Robot with a Soul by Irina Dumitru, you can find it on Amazon.com. And as far as Tea Fairy Storytime, you can find Tea Fairy and Friends Storytime and Adventures on Facebook. There's a page and a group. And there's also a YouTube channel by the same name, T Fairy and Friends Storytime and Adventures. If you are interested in learning more or ha- about how to get your book read on this program or on the YouTube and Facebook channels, you can email me at storytime at gmail.com. That's T-E-A-F-A-I-R-Y-S-T-O-R-Y-T-I-M-E at gmail.com if you are interested in supporting um, my reading and my story times, you can either go to anchor.fm and become a sponsor there, or you can send sponsorship in through PayPal or Venmo. And again, you can email me or contact me on Facebook, which is Tanya T. Ferry Nordberg. And I will be glad to walk you through the process of how to become a sponsor. Thank you so much for joining in, and I look forward to reading with you again. Tomorrow we will be reading Chapter 13, The Kidnapping, from Sophie the Robot with a Soul. I think it's about to get super exciting, guys. We only have two more chapters left, and then we will be starting a new book. All right, I hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, stay warm, and enjoy the sunshine. Happy spring. Bye.